Welcome to Inspire WV, a podcast all about inspiration through words and actions. Hey, Tim Bradley. Hey, Eric Nutter. How you doing today? I'm good about you. I'm doing good. Well, today, buddy, it is part two of our interview with Brad McMillan. We had to split this uh, interview into two so parts. Great it was, yeah. It was, uh, it, it's nothing but content with yes. Brad. And so um, we, uh, we, we cut part two and, uh, and right after this, you'll, you'll hear the, the beginning of, of Brad McMillan's interview. Can't wait. Well, let's, let's transition now, Brad. So, so, uh, in the time sense, uh, I, I think it was pre pandemic. You, uh, uh-huh. you, you moved on in your career. You're, you're now down in North Carolina, right? Yes, I am. Sunny Charlotte, North Carolina. Got your family down there. What's going on uh, with you and your family and your career now uh, down there? And, and how, what are you what are you into these days? Yeah, so mainly, um, you know, Eric, when, when COVID hit, there was this mentality of understanding, you know, where do you want to be? Um, and where, where do you want to go with your life and with your dreams and goals and accomplishments? And it was always in my heart to return back to Charlotte um, and to find what I call that next path uh, or next phase of my life. Um, so, you know, we, we got here, we're, we, we've transitioned, um, we're, we're really happy. Um, I don't miss West Virginia winters <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I'm in, I'm in, I'm in banking. I do miss some great people, West Virginia. I really do. But, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't go a week without seeing somebody from West Virginia. I literally don't. It's, it's, uh, I, I wonder if, if a lot of people from West Virginia are here. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, right. you know, so I'm in, I'm in banking, um, and, and obviously Charlotte is a banking hub, and, it, and it's going really well. Um, obviously, my, my dreams and goals and aspirations are are building out um, some leadership characteristics, building out um, a platform to really help people, and and um, I, I'm really passionate about financial literacy. Um, like I told you, when you, when you come from the environment I came from, you're you you can't even understand the the validity of a checking account, um, much less how to get a loan and how to really set up the financial goals and freedoms that you really want for your life. Um, and I really love talking to people about that um, and and really getting them to think about that because I think you know um, you can you can talk about education, you can talk about um, um, a lot of different things, but unless you're financially free and unless you understand what credit does and all these other features do for you, you'll always run into issues. Okay. Um, and, and it, it's just, it's just near and dear to my heart. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm still probably, I'll be quite frank, figuring out some things and some goals for the family. Um, you know, through COVID, it gave me a lot of time to think about my life and the journey of my life, um, and the obstacles that I had to overcome, um, to get here, um, to be here. Yeah. And well, and that, that actually, uh, was one of, one of the reasons I wanted to, to have you as a guest. Cause I know you and I have had several conversations about that. And, uh, I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of, you know, 
I, I know you've got, even though it's not completely formalized yet, you've got a plan and you want to, you have yep. a story you want to share. Do you, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're, what you're hoping to accomplish there? Yeah. So, you know, and I won't get too emotional, but um, I always told God that if I could get to a certain place in my life that I, that I begin talking about the journey I did go through. And, and again, like I told you, I'm a, I'm a work in progress. I'm, I'm not there yet, but you know, in between that time of West Virginia university, um, playing basketball, um, border Texas. Um, and, and I got married. Um, I got married young, um, probably ill advised and had a son and, we went back to border Texas and I failed. I failed because we were just too young and, and, and wanted different things in life. Um, when I failed, I fell hard and I ended up in Morgantown, West Virginia in a basement, um, of my sister's house, not knowing what was next. I didn't have any money. Um, I, I just, I, I didn't accomplish anything. And I sat there and I never forget it was 2004. And I was sitting there on Christmas day and my sister said she was going to go visit. Um, she was going to go visit her boyfriend. And I really, really, really sat and thought, this is the good day to, to kill myself. I messed up. I let my mom down and my family down and let my son down. I let everybody down and I can't figure out, I can't figure my way through. I don't even have anything to help me figure this through. So I sat there and I thought how to do it what way to do it. I'll be honest. I probably didn't have the courage to pull a trigger. So I thought about even pills and I thought about, um, Oh, I'll just go outside and I'll get, I'll, uh, it's snowing outside. I'll sit out here in shorts. I'll catch pneumonia and I'll just sit in here and rot away. So, you know, obviously I'm here, so it didn't happen, but, Man, I was down. I had messed up. And so I sat there and it was, uh, I just couldn't figure my way through it. Right. And I, uh, I was sitting there <laughs> and this thought came through my mind. And when I say a thought, like it was like as bad as all my thoughts were. This, this, I mean, powerful thought just said, either you need to get busy dying or you need to get busy living. And I just like, it was just like, it's like, like somebody hit me in my head. And I just got up and I went back in the house. I literally went and laid down on a 
mildew couch because my wife or my um, sister's uh, basement had uh, flooded. And I laid there and I just slept. And I just said, all right, I'm going to call. I'm, I'm going to go by and see this coach that was really nice to me and see if they'll help me. And when I say this, I'm saying this to those out there that need guidance when it when life sucks and you just can't get it. And this coach Garrett Ford looks at me and says, "Man, you look awful." <laughs> so, yeah, I know. <laughs> so right after right after the New Year, I said, "Coach," I said, uh, "Man, I messed up and." I'm just trying to figure out my life. And he goes, stop. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you need to get back in school? I said, yep. He goes, you're in. I said, well, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. He goes, nope, stop. He goes, you're back in full scholarship. Get your master's degree. We're going to figure it out. Wow. So that happens. Then he says, you need a job. I said, yeah, coach, I need a job. He goes, well, you know how to do? Nothing. <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll figure out a job. So I come back the next day. He's listening to Frank Sinatra in his office at WU Coliseum. And I walk in and he looks at me and he goes, well, you look a little better today. And I smiled at him and he looked at me and he goes, I got it. I said, what coach? He goes, you're a banker. <laughs> and I said, I don't know nothing about banking. He goes, no, you're a banker. I got it. You're a banker. Now, mind you, when he says this, I'm thinking I'm about to get a plush banking job. <laughs> you know, so he goes, no, no, no. He goes, go down the high street, go to every bank, walk in. Don't say much. Just smile at them. Like a dummy I am, that's what I went and did. First place I went to was BB&T. Smiled at the guy. said, hey, need a banking job. He says, can you count? I said, yeah. Can you take this quick test? Yeah. I became a teller that day. Wow. I get into banking with no inkling to, to stay in banking. Barely could balance as they say in in teller world and coach Ford keeps saying stay with it you got it you've got the banker's smile and the banker's touch to stay with it so I go on this journey and it hit me that just help people just help people don't don't take it too far just just Every day help people. And it helped me. It helped me in my life. It helped me survive that moment of disparity. It helped me rebuild my life. I did graduate with my master's degree. Um, I did um, continue my banking career um, to the point now where I'm a commercial lender. Um, I've, I've been a team leader. I have surpass many of the banking goals that I ever thought of. And that moment with Coach Ford was, I mean, 
huge because it, uh, and I'll tell you even this. So when I was in my sister's mildew couch in her basement, and my sister was going through some difficulties at that time as well. I have to tell you this tidbit about how life works and how God works. So I'm in bank. I'm in the bank on uh, Van Voorhees. And at the time, I was driving a 626 Mazda that wasn't, that didn't have any plates and had bald wheels. And I was taking the back roads through Morgantown because I couldn't afford a car or insurance. And essentially, me and my sister agreed if I got pulled over, just get out of the car and run because there's no <laughs> tags that'll that'll bring it back to me. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 87 too. So, um, that's what I'm doing. I've got two two nice pairs of slacks. I got two nice shirts, and I got a bunch of ties that I'm rotating and hoping nobody calls me out. Part of that process, my old teammates come in. My old teammates come into the bank thinking, you know, they might just, uh, you know, kind of, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing? Type thing. They laughed at me. They laughed at me so loud that the manager had to usher them out. You talk about hitting lows. They laughed at me and they said, oh, you thought you were going to be in the NBA and you're a bank teller. And it, that was another, another low point. So you have that low point. You're sit, you're still sitting in your sister's basement. You're, you're waiting to start school, but you're still wondering, am I even going to get there? And so and how, and again, you're still wondering, how am I going to get there? So one day I come back for, or I went to lunch and my coworker said, this guy from your hometown's looking for you. And he keeps coming by here looking for you and he can't find you. So mind you, the guy ended up being a guy by the name of Eric Abel. We had played high school ball together and when I was in high school, I was a knucklehead, and that was very. There was times I was pretty mean to Eric. And in today's terminology, they call that bullying. Um, and so I'm thinking it's my turn, right? Eric gets to come and laugh at me. He gets to tell me I'm I'm an idiot, and that I that I'm you know I didn't make it, and you know it's just my turn, right? So. He gave them a number. I called Eric. Eric says, man, where have you been? I said, man, I don't know. I just, you know, I went to lunch. And he goes, no, no, no. I heard you were in town. Where have you been? I've been looking for you. So I'm like, man, I'm just, you know, I'm working at the bank, living at my sister's house, man. You know, just, just get it over with. So Eric finally says, no, no, no. I'm going to come pick you up after work. And I said, why? I literally thought he wanted to fight me. So I'm like, I'm like, geez, this guy wants to fight too. Like I'm down on my luck. This is, this sucks. And so he picks me up and then we have a stare off. I mean, it's like walking to each other. I literally thought about punching him first. Um, and, uh, he looks at me and he says, Hey, where, where are you staying at? So I, you know, I showed him it was right around the corner from the bank. I said, man, I'm staying here. I invite you in, but it, you know, it's a sucky situation, man. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what. He goes, I'm looking for a roommate. I said, man, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. I ain't got nothing. He said, don't worry about that. 
So I said, no, nah, man, I, you don't understand. I don't got no money to buy a bed, a bed spring, uh, 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 nothing. I can't pay you rent. I can't do nothing. He said, he said, uh, I'll tell you what. He says, when you get money, will you pay it? Yep. He goes, so we worked out a price. He goes, I got everything in the house. I got bed. I got everything. And he goes, you can have access to everything. He goes, all I want is just somebody that I know from my hometown to be my roommate. Wow. So I'm thinking, now mind you, I swear, I'm thinking, this dude is going to beat me up in my sleep. He's going to kick me out. He's going to kick me out at 5 o'clock in the morning. Like, man, it's about to be. Like, he's going to do something really bad. It's a long time. But I'm so down on my luck. I'm so down on my luck that, like, I'll take anything. I'll take anything. So I take it. So Eric's dad owned the house. And Eric's dad comes to me and he says, man, you, you, you down on your luck, ain't you? And I'm thinking, here it comes. I mean, here's a lecture. Because I was a knucklehead in high school. I deserve it. He goes, no. He goes, we're going to help you. And he goes, I told Eric we, we'd, uh, we'd let you go one month. But I'll tell you what, you just pay us when you can. <laughs> so I immediately start crying. I start crying, guys, because I'm like, man, I'm so down on my luck. I can't, man. You can't understand. Right. Like, I needed God to come down and pat me on my back because I was hurting. And here's these people that don't have to, that do it. Right. And so not only does he do this, I stayed with Eric for a couple of years all through grad school. We literally became best of friends, talking about life. He's, he's my best friend to this day. And I still don't know why he and his dad did what they did. Sometimes I, 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 God, I, God works I, I in mysterious ways. Man, I, guys, I can tell you this. I will never, ever take myself too serious. I'll never, and I will never stop to try to not to help somebody. Because I know how I felt in that time of my life. I know how bad it was. And I know that, man, when you stop and you just take two seconds to just try to help somebody. And mind you, I will tell you, yeah, was I trying to help myself after a period of time? And, and is that part of the formula? Yeah. But... You you know, helping each other, loving each other as people, forgiving each other, figuring things out, and that's life. Amen. That's that's love. That's 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 what it's all about. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win. You're gonna lose. You're gonna you're gonna go through something. I don't care how good it is in your life. You're gonna go through something. And if you're not loved or, or 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 put things around you or if you don't even have the mentality to say keep keep living keep going honestly my message is to anybody that ever thought about suicide or thought about like giving up 
and giving up can mean all kinds of different ways and things. Like my advice, just keep going every day. And I know it ain't easy. Believe me, I'm telling you, it ain't easy. When you mess up, when you do something wrong, when it don't go your way, don't give up. Fight for it, grind for it, cry for it. Like I had to cry nights. Nights. Yeah. I had to scrounge up quarters. I had to uh <laughs> I had to do a lot of things where it was embarrassing. It seems embarrassing. But you know, now my life is okay and I laugh because man, I remember. I remember when my mom had to had to hug me and go, "Don't give up. Don't you quit on me." Well, and the other the other piece of that story, Brad, that I I love is that even in that in that dark moment, you you asked for help, and people are willing to help. You you went to your coach, and and you know he he was there for you too. And we we talk a lot about that on this podcast about, you know, we're, we're here for each other. Uh, you know, we're all in this together and, uh, don't be afraid to ask for help if you're, if you're in a, in a bad way. Um, you know, and we, we've even offered it and we continue to offer it to, to all of our listeners. If you're, if you're hearing this and you're in a bad way, give us a call. Well, send us an email, you know, we'll, uh, we'll help you any way we can. I firmly agree with that. And I'll tell you this. I mean, you know, don't burn bridges. You never know where life is going to take you. You never know when you're going to be on top and when you're going to be on bottom. Right. And the one thing I can say is I learned that, you know, just try to be decent to people, whether you respect them or don't or, or get mad or, 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 go to these extremes of, of happiness or hate and love. But this kind of figure don't don't burn that bridge. You know, Garrett Ford told him one time or when he told me and why he'd helped me, there was a time when I was gonna do something dumb and he looked at me and said, Don't do it. You may you may not you may need an opportunity in the state of West Virginia. Don't do the dumb thing you're thinking about. And I didn't do it. I stopped. I was like, ah, you know what? That's probably a dumb thing. <laughs> and lo and behold, it, it helped me with, with Eric. It was not letting my pride beat me down. Now, mind you, I ain't had nothing. I was on rock bottom. But it was about giving a friendship a try. And, you know, and not even knowing you know, what me and him discovered later on was how I was able to bless him as a friend that he was going through a hard time that I didn't even know. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there going, you're helping me, but years later he told me I helped him. Right. You know, we, we forget in life like that there's moments in what I call putting down the phone and just talking to each other and figuring stuff out. And there's timing in life. There's, there's, there's timing when things work and there's times when it don't. Yep. And, you know, I always just say, you know, if you, if you, 
you know, you live by love and you live by being good to people, you'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, somebody will break your heart and you'll 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 go through stuff. Believe me, I went through stuff and probably still need to work through stuff with people. But at the end of the day, don't close that door to it. Right. <laughs> Brad, I want to sincerely thank you for coming on here today and opening up and talking through some of these stories with us. Um, I, I know that there are still big things ahead for you and, uh, and, and I cannot wait to hear more. And I, I, I honestly, I feel that your calling to tell your story and to share your story is going to be something. And when it is something, I, 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 we want you back on this podcast to, to tell, to tell people what's next and how to find more about, about your story. And so you can share more of that, uh, testimony, because I think that's, uh, really powerful for people to hear. I, I appreciate that. And I have to tell you this quick tidbit. And I know we, we, we've got to uh, wrap this up. I, I still got to tell you the story of how I met my dad at 35. So oh. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. a other, that's a whole other, uh, that's a, that's a whole other show, podcast. I literally met my, <laughs> I met my biological father at 35 and, um, it was, um, another unique experience in the journey of my life. Um, and the inspiration of, of again, how to just not close doors, open your heart, figure out, figure out a way to peace and happiness. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have Brad back on. That's 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Brad, <laughs> I love you, brother. I, I appreciate your time today. Thank you again for, for joining Tim and I and, and sharing your, your testimony. I really appreciate it. And uh, the door is, is always open. There are no burn bridges here. You can, you can join, join us anytime you wish. And uh, you just let me know. And we'll, we'll help you any way we can, sir. I, I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful time. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. Well, that, Tim, that was, that was powerful. Oh, yeah. I got to figure out, uh, we may, we may have two ups, a two parter here on our hands. Um, all right, sir. Well, let me, uh, let me just record this real quick. Um, well, Tim, that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you for joining us today. You can always find more episodes by visiting inspirewv.com or find us on your favorite podcast app and and follow us on on whichever one you whichever one you like. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so on. Uh, of course, you can always leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to, to discuss by sending an email to info at inspirewv.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time with more inspiration. But until then, stay inspired. And be inspiring. <laughs>